Hey, I'm Rashawn Gidwani, and this is the Daily Morning Note, brought to you by Pitch. Hi, good morning. I'm Rashawn Gidwani. Welcome to the Daily Morning Note. Asian stocks look set for a steady open Tuesday after a choppy U.S. session that saw Treasury yields and the dollar climb amid concern that inflation will force a quicker withdrawal of central bank stimulus. Australian shares slipped, while futures for Japan, Hong Kong, and the U.S. were little changed. The S&P 500 and Nasdaq 100 ended broadly flat. Tesla Inc., Shares approached a bear market after Chief Executive Officer Elon Musk raised the idea of selling more of his stock. The carmaker later paired losses. Treasury slid and the yield curve steepened on speculation the Federal Reserve may have to speed up policy tightening to fight price pressures that are broadening out from pandemic-linked snarls. Stronger-than-expected New York manufacturing data added to the case for an earlier interest rate liftoff. Moving on. In Singapore, Ascendas REIT has formed a joint venture with Capital Land Development, CLD, the development arm of Capital Land Group, to invest Singapore dollars $883 million to redevelop one Science Park Drive into a life science and innovation campus. This follows the sale of the site, which houses the TUV-SUD-PSB building by the Real Estate Investment Trust, REIT, to the joint venture for Singapore dollars, $103.2 million. CLD owns a 66% interest in the joint venture, while Ascendas REIT, a member of the Capital Land Investment Limited, CLI, owns the remaining 34%. Next up. Singapore Airlines, SIA passenger capacity recovered to slightly over a third of its pre-pandemic level in October, when the Republic expanded its vaccinated travel lane, VTL, scheme to seven more countries. The group, which includes its full-service carrier and low-cost carrier, Scoot, carried 189,700 passengers in October compared to just 49,000 a year ago. Of these, SIA serviced 165,500 passengers, while Scoot carried 24,200 passengers. The group's passenger capacity measured in available seat kilometers grew 6% month on month in October, the national carrier said in an exchange filing on Monday after market closed. Next up. The consortium comprising hotel properties, HPL, businessman Ong Beng Singh, and two Tomasic-linked entities, CLA and Mapletree, has raised its offer for Singapore Press Holdings, SPH, days after rival offer of Keppel raised its bid to. Cascaden Peak is now offering each SPH shareholder the option of an all-cash offer of Singapore dollars 236 or Singapore dollars 2.40 per share, comprising Singapore dollars 1.602 cash and 0.782 of an SPH REIT unit through a distribution in specie by SPH. Cascaden had initially offered to Singapore dollars 
2.10 per share in cash to rival Keppel's initial bid of Singapore dollars 2.099 in cash and units of both Keppel REIT and SPH REIT. On November 9th, Keppel beefed up the cash component of its initial offer by Singapore dollars 0.20 per share. This took its offer up to Singapore dollars 2.351 per share, consisting of Singapore dollars 0.868 per share in cash, 0.596 of a Keppel REIT unit, and 0.782 of an SPH REIT unit. A counter to Cascadian's revised bid is not expected as Keppel had said its November 9th offer price was final. Cascadian's latest offer implies a total equity value for SPH of Singapore dollars, $3.9 billion. Moving on. Singapore Technologies Engineering, ST Engineering, on Monday, November 15th, said it has secured a smart city project in Kaohsiung City, Taiwan, for Singapore, Singapore dollars, $445 million. Its smart mobility business, as part of a consortium with Hyundai Rotem, will be awarded a contract by the Kaohsiung City Mass Rapid Transit Bureau to provide smart metro solutions, trains, and a power supply system for the Kaohsiung MRT Red Line extension over a seven-year period. The extension line is 13 kilometers long and consists of six elevated stations with an option for two additional stations. Next up. First Resources on Monday, November 15th, reported an underlying net profit of US dollars 52.8 million, which is Singapore dollars 71.4 million for the third quarter ended September 30th, up 44.9% from the US dollars 36.5 million the year before. The marked improvement in top-line performance was driven by the higher average selling prices and stronger sales volume the palm oil producer said in a business update. The group added that the better performance also came from a net inventory drawdown of 48,000 tons in quarter three 2021, as compared to a net buildup of 5,000 tons in quarter three 2020. Sales also rose by 89.2% to US dollars 314.2 million from US dollars 166.1 million the year prior. Next up, in the U.S., Tesla Inc. shares slipped in early trading on Monday, adding to a week of heavy losses after Chief Executive Officer Elon Musk offloaded a combined U.S. dollars $6.9 billion worth of shares in the world's most valuable car maker. Shares in the company, which lost some U.S. dollars $187 billion in market value over the past week, were down 2.49% at U.S. dollars one and set one thousand and seven point six six. If its shares drop below U.S. dollars nine hundred and ninety-five point seven five, then Tesla's market value would slip below U.S. dollars one trillion, a milestone it breached late last month after securing its biggest ever order from car rental firm Hertz. Next up, WeWork shares were up more than 1% in pre-market trading on Monday after the company reported third quarter earnings, the company's first report since going public in October. Total revenue for the quarter was US dollars 661 million, up 11% from the previous quarter, WeWork said. The company also saw a loss of US dollars 
per share. That's an improvement from the loss of U.S. dollars 5.51 per share in the year-ago quarter. No analyst covered WeWork for the third quarter, so there are no estimates to compare the results against. WeWork went public through an SPAC merger in October, almost two years after its botched IPO. Moving on. Projections for oil prices to hit U.S. dollars 100 per barrel overlook key questions over the future of demand, according to Mohammed El Irian, chief economic advisor at Alliance and chair of Gramercy Fund Management. Both international benchmark Brent crude and U.S. crude prices have spiked above U.S. dollars 80 in recent weeks as post-pandemic demand outstrips supply. Surging natural natural gas prices have also caused crisis around the world, most notably in Europe. Speaking to CNBC's Dan Murphy at the Adipec Energy Conference in Abu Dhabi, El Arian said he agreed with early remarks by Sultan Ahmed Al-Jaber, CEO of the Abu Dhabi National Oil Company, that global markets had sleepwalked into the energy crisis. Next up. American Tower Core has agreed to buy Coresite Realty Core, valuing the data center real estate investment trust at an enterprise value of about US dollars 10.1 billion, including debt. The offer of US dollars 170 a share is a 2% premium to Coresite's close on Friday, when it rose 2.3% to US dollars 166.59 giving the company a market value of about U.S. dollars $8.4 billion. American Tower has a market capitalization of about U.S. dollars $124 billion. We are in the early stages of a cloud-based, connected, and globally distributed digital transformation that will evolve over the next decade and beyond, said Tom Bartlett, American Tower's chief executive officer, in a statement announcing the deal on Monday.